what's really good it's your boy sway max senior we got a huge ufc event ufc 261 three title fights let's get straight to it huh? so this week we have 13 fights pretty standard as far as you got some pretty you know huge dogs you got some fights that are uh, projected to end early um the one key thing is that we have three title fights this week. Uh, now, I won't be going over strategy in this podcast. So I have that saved for the Discord. Uh, there's still time to get in the Discord, get the cheat sheet, and do all that kind of stuff. Just go ahead and send me a DM, and I'll show you how to get in. Um, but, uh, but yeah, not going to talk too much strategy. Just going to straight kind of break down the fights and <clears throat> go down. So first up, we do have uh, Ariane Carniasoli uh, going up against uh, Na Liang or Liang Na. Uh, this is going to be a good fight. Uh, Carnes, uh, Carnelosi is minus 235. This is actually has a minus 230 inside the distance prop, which for, uh, you know, to start off the fight, to start off the card and for a, a women's fight, uh, that's pretty big. So they're definitely expecting this one to end early. Um, I can tell you the path to victory for both fighters, you know, uh, for Ariane, she's coming in. She's definitely going to be the favorite here at minus 235. Like I said, 8,600 on DK. Uh, nah, it's coming back at 7,600 on DraftKings. For not a win, it's sub or bust. She's gonna need to get this to the ground and, and choke this girl out, basically, or get a get a rear naked, get an arm bar, something like that. But she's she's gonna have to get a sub, or she's gonna lose this fight. On the flip side, Carna um, really should be able to style anywhere. She's powerful, as you can see. Got heavy hands. Um, you know, she just needs to be able to avoid the takedown. And honestly, I think she's probably gonna knock this girl out. But one way or another, I do think we see a finish here. Um, so, yeah, good fight here. Next up, we have Aori Killing going up against Jeff Molina. <clears throat> I'm sure I butchered his name. Um, this one's pretty much a pick -em. This one's pretty much a pick -em. As far as drafting is concerned, you got 8K for Molina and 8,200 um, for uh, for And both are just kind of decent strikers. Uh, Quilang is pretty decent all around. Nothing special, you know. Um, I think he's probably just gonna maybe gonna be a little bit better everywhere as far as technically, a little sharper maybe. But uh, you know he's gonna be bigger, more physical too. But you know Molina really has got decent striking too. He's a okay grappler. He's probably gonna be the better grappler here. He's he's definitely live. You know I don't I don't necessarily see a finish coming from this fight. And if it did, it's probably gonna come uh, Molina's way. But uh, I'll definitely have some shares of this fight because the the pricing is too sweet. <clears throat> They can end up, you know, striking each other up for three rounds, and somebody can sneak in a couple takedowns or so. And we can definitely see over a hundred in a decision. Um, so I'll definitely have some shares. But uh, but yeah, it's a it's a tough one to call. Next up, we have uh, Zhu Rong going up against Kazula Vargas. Uh, Kazula Vargas, seventy one hundred. Uh, Zhu coming in at ninety one hundred. Really really good fight here. Uh, Rong is minus two fifty. Uh, Vargas, of course, is going to be the dog here. Minus 215 inside the distance. Vargas is tough, man. I think this is a really bad matchup for him, but he's tough. He, it's it's going to probably take a lot for, uh, for for Rong to get this guy out of here. Um, but I think that he will, to be honest. Uh, his, I, I, do, I, I don't really see too many paths to victory for Vargas, man, unless he just puts on some type of volume that we haven't seen or a pace that we haven't seen or he hurts Rong early. But really, this is a showcase fight uh, for, for Rong Zhu meaning uh, this is like a show-us-what-you-got kind of fight, right? We've talked about that in my podcast before. So it's a show-us-what-you-got kind of fight. Uh, really, I think, again, he should be able to get the job done in style. I do look for a finish here, to be completely honest. Uh, I'll be surprised if we don't get a finish here from Rong Zhu. 
Vargas, you know, maybe some hedge plays, but uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough there. All right, next up we have Dana Bagrell going up against Kevin Nadidad. Uh, good fight here. Uh, let's see, we got yep, we got a uh, Dana at minus two hundred. Uh, no one, no, no inside the distance prop on this one. <clears throat> this is one for DraftKings. I'll probably try to avoid a little bit. But, you know, um, Donna's got good striking volume. He's probably going to have better volume here. Um, he hasn't faced really good competition. Um, and I think because he had a, a finished his last fight and it was pretty good, you know, it was, it was an entertaining finish. I think that's why people are kind of all over him at that minus 200, which is a lot of chalk to lay on somebody like that. Um, so on the flip side, yeah, I think Nadevdad is definitely a live dog here. He's aggressive. He does have finishing ability. Um, so, yeah, definitely a live dog here. Next up, we have Patrick Sabatini going up against Tristan Connolly. Tristan Connolly, 7,400. Sabatini, 8,800. My apologies. <clears throat> uh, Sabatini is going to be your favorite at minus 245. Solid um, solid ground game, you know what I mean? Solid volume, solid striking. Um, he doesn't have the experience, however, and that's the interesting thing. But on the flip side, Connolly, you know, this man dropped not one but two weight classes. And he's also got decent striking, but I think he's got. I think there he's handing out. Uh, I think Sabatini's going to hand him an L. Um, I think he's either going to get finished, it's going to be a devastating finish, or I think he's just going to beat the hell out of this dude for three rounds and probably put on a pace to put up over a hundred. Now he is rather expensive, in my opinion, at eighty-eight hundred, um, but he's still not in that nine K range, you know. And you're not going to be able to play every single one of those champions, right? Which are some people are going to try to do. Um, it's not optimal. It's not something you want to do. So, but, but yeah, keep going forward. We got Carl Roberson going up against Brendan Allen. Another good fight here. Brendan Allen is currently the favorite at minus 165. This one does happen inside the distance prop of minus 245. <clears throat> I actually do like Brendan Allen here. He probably is live for a sub here. Let's see. He's 8,400. You got Carl Roberson at 7,800. Brandon Allen's definitely live for a sub here. I think that's how he probably gets this done. If he doesn't, he's going to get knocked out, <clears throat> and Carl Roberson's going to be the one winning. So this is a fight that you probably should target. Um, but, yeah, I, I think definitely that's going to be the path to victories to both guys. You know, Roberson doesn't really have a ground game. So if he gets taken down, it's a wrap, and that's really what Allen should do. You know, is he going to be smart enough to do it? We'll see. And next up we have Dwight Grant going up against Stefan uh, Sekulik. Another great fight here. Grant minus 220. This one's got a small inside the distance prop. Look, serious KO power from Grant here. We get him at a uh, pretty expensive at 9,200. So he's definitely one of the more expensive fighters. We will need him to finish this fight to be able to pay off that salary. But I think we will. I think he will. I also think he's going to come in really low owned. But for good reason. This kid's got low output you know, or low volume. He just doesn't put up enough pace. Um, but he can finish on one punch, and so usually he doesn't need to put on that kind of pace because he can get the job done eventually. Um, Sekulik, you know, uh, okay overall, it's real cheap at 7K. Um, he needs to throw heavy, heavy, heavy volume and basically just needs to avoid getting caught, and I think he can get this done, so I'll have some hedge plays of him for sure. Um, I do like some Dwight Grant too, but, it's you know, I'm sure it's going to be tough depending on how you want to play those championship fights. And next up, we have Randy Brown going up against uh, Alex Oliveira. <clears throat> Another great fight here. Randy Brown, 8,700. Uh, Alex Oliveira, 7,500. Uh, one for DraftKings I'll probably try to avoid. But, um, but you know, Brown, I think, is going to be able to get the job done. Um, 
I think he needs to – there's a couple ways he can get it done. I think he can maybe even get a sub here. Oliveira is really aggressive, you know, early in that first round, you know, the first round and a half. You know, after that, he's probably going to lose this fight. So I end up seeing him probably uh, Oliveira winning that first round and then losing the next two. Um, but the only way this fight's going to be optimal is if Brown's going to be able to get a finish here, which – uh, which is tough, you know, uh, Oliveira, Cowboy Oliveira is a tough cat, so it'll be interesting to see for sure. Next up, we got Jimmy Crute going up against Anthony Lionheart Smith. Um, Smith, man, OG now, it's crazy. This has got a minus 177 inside the distance prop, uh, minus 210 for Jimmy Crute, which is pretty interesting at 8,900. Uh, Anthony Smith is 7,300, so he's one of your cheaper, your cheaper fighters here. Look, if this fight would have happened a year or maybe a year or two ago, I guarantee you these odds would have been flipped. But here we are. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Crew, I actually really like him here, to be honest. You know, uh, I think this is a showcase for him. I think he should out volume here. And I think he should look for a finish. You know, I mean, it, Anthony Smith is very tough. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you know, dude will get finished. Like, you know what I'm saying? He will get finished. He'll also go three rounds, five rounds, whatever. Um, but he will get finished, you know, so I think this is a fight that we that yeah, that you probably want to try to target I'm not going to tell you which way that you want to go because I think both guys have the ability to finish this fight um, But Smith is definitely a live dog here, but uh, but yeah, I think crew probably gets it done. We'll see And next up we have Uriah Hall going up against Chris Weidman. We got some OGs here 7900 for Weidman Hall 8300 Honestly, this one for DraftKings doesn't really excite me all that much but it'll be a great fight to watch um, to see kind of what happens to see if Weidman's able to uh, maintain his, his pace and his pressure after that first round or see if, <clears throat> if, if Hall possibly, uh, you know, weathers that first round and then is able to turn the tables and possibly even get this guy out of here. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, going to be a good fight to watch, especially for some of the, the, the real, real fans who've been around for a long time and kind of been waiting on this. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see. Now we get to the title fights. Uh, the first title fight we got here is Valentina Shevchenko going up against Jessica Andrade. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko is 9,500. Jessica Andrade is 6,700. Shevchenko currently the minus 455 favorite. This one does have a small inside the distance prop, the minus 139. Look, this is a target fight here. Shevchenko's <clears throat> more than likely going to be able to dominate this in five rounds. <laughs> or she's going to have the power or, or catch a kick. Or catch uh, Andrade with a kick or something like that and put her out. Uh, that's pretty much one of the two ways I see this going. The third way that this can go is for some reason, I don't know what happens, man. There's always weird shit happening in these Andrade fights, these weird finishes, man. You know, like even with the Wiley fight, you know, she got caught early and just wobbled and, and, and Wiley just caught her. Boom, boom, pounced on her. You know, in the fight with Rose, she threw Rose on her neck knocked her out cold you know like just weird stuff is kind of always happening in these fights so i wouldn't doubt if somehow she's able to you know excuse my language but you know wrestle fuck uh valentina here wrestle her keep her down take her down you know slam her down possibly hurt her with with a punch even you know because jessica Andrade is real powerful so uh, she's the definition of a puncher's chance here but i'd say that's pretty much all she's got you know, if we were to run this fight a hundred times, I would say 90, 95% of the time, Valentina would probably win this fight. But anything crazy could happen, so I'm not going to blame anybody for playing uh, Andrade a little bit. Next up, you got Wiley Zhang going up against Rose Namahunas. Wiley Zhang, 9K, Rose Namahunas, 7,200. 
Uh, let's see here. Wiley currently the minus 200 favorite. I think that's fair. You know, uh, I think Rose is going to come out early like she always does. So we'll see how she does later in the fight because what we know about Wiley, even in this little, this small stint, uh, she maintains that pace for five rounds, man. She's going to stay in your face, punching you up for five rounds or, or wherever, you know, you want to take this fight. So I, I'm, I'm honestly interested to see if this fight goes to the ground and who initiates that. Um, because that'll, you know, that'll be pretty interesting, but I do anticipate this fight staying standing. I do anticipate Wiley Zank, uh, and still champion here at the end of the fight. So, um, you know, it's definitely one to target for sure. I think these girls are going to throw up a bunch of significant strikes, a bunch of significant strikes, a bunch of significant strikes, if I need to say it again. So yeah, fire up, fire it up. Next up, you got Rose. Uh, my apologies. Next up, you got, got Kamaru Usman in the main event going up against Jorge Masvidal. The rematch here. Masvidal is going to be our cheapest fighter on the night, I believe, or second cheapest at 6,800. Kamaru Usman is 9,400. Man, another great fight. Uh, this fight is not going to look exactly the same as that last fight, right? It's going to look real similar, though, in my opinion. We're going to see Kamaru Usman wrestle, kind of try to get him up against the cage wrestle him out, grapple him out, grind him out for a few rounds, and possibly get a finish late. I believe he can get this finish late. Um, but if not, it's more than likely going to see probably five rounds of just that Kamaru Usman pace. Now, if this fight does pop, I believe it's going to be because Jorge knocks Kamaru out. <clears throat> Kamaru's got a hell of a chin, though. Masvidal's got a hell of a chin, too. So this is, like I said, I think this goes five rounds. But if you if you want to roll the dice today, you definitely go ahead and play some Jorge Masvidal because I can tell you he'll be he won't be low on because he's just a popular fighter. People know what he's capable of, but he's going to be lower on than he should, in my opinion. Um, and that's kind of as far as I'll go. If you want some more information on that, you can join me in the Discord. Clink clink. But yeah, I think uh, I think he'll probably go a little bit lower on than expected. And uh, I think this fight's going to, you know, it could play out in his favor. You know what I mean? And if it does, he's going to be optimal. So, you know, you got to kind of pick your spots in this card. And hopefully you guys have some good luck. It's your boy, Sway Max Sr., UFC 261. Peace.